Welcome to the season five premiere of Plaid Skirts in Basic Black, y'all! We are super excited to be back in the habit. Ha ha ha! I am your co-host, Marcia, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Shannon, thank you so much for telling me I'm beautiful today. <laughs> you are welcome. I'm glad that you remember. I am wearing pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so, girl, I am also wearing sweatpants and the shirt I wore yesterday. <laughs> because it's quarantine, there are no rules, but we're going to keep moving forward, right? So for those of you who are new to our podcast, I am Marcia, as I stated earlier, I am a black Catholic, which is kind of important to co-host this podcast. I am single with a family that I didn't create, but a family that I made, or maybe that's reversed. Maybe it's a family that I um, created, but I didn't make. I am a family teacher at a residential facility, and I have nine teenage boys in my care, along with my work husband, who's actually going to be my ex-work husband soon because he's getting married to an actual wife. So it'll be, I'll be a single mom, y'all. It'll be me. Oh, Lord, Shannon, I'm going to be a stereotype. Um, So I'm going to have 19-age boys. And I love them dearly. And they also make me wonder who I wronged in another life because they're teens. And that's how that's how all of this work. Um, I do miss them, though, because they are home with their families during this quarantine. I am a former youth minister. I, I say that even though I know kind of what I do is, is a bit of a ministry. It's just a little bit less formal. Would you say that, Shannon? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Shannon, tell us about yourself for our new listeners. Yeah, so I am a biracial cradle Catholic. So I was uh, baptized when I was a baby. And my mom is uh, Irish and German. My dad is black. And I am also a wife and mom of four young kids who are 10 and younger. And it's very crazy in our house. My (laughs) husband, Eric, is a wonderful educator and administrator in Catholic schools. And uh, I also work full time in adult formation at a parish just outside of Indianapolis where we live. And uh, I have a bachelor's degree in theology from the University of Notre Dame. Uh, you may know where that is. And then, uh, <laughs> right. Something about going and Irish. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, and then I have a master's degree in pastoral ministry from Catholic Theological Union in Chicago. So those are my credentials. But I also really like to laugh, and I like to make food, and I like to play games, and I like to be adventurous and go out of the house. I'm a hardcore extrovert, so I'm having a hard time right now, y'all. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> Pray for me. And it's so funny, you are an extrovert, and I feel like I'm an extrovert too, but I think I don't care about seeing people, I care about being active. And that, do you know what I mean? I was like, I just need to go to work. Going to work is helpful, but I'm very extra at work right now, because it's the only people I see other than my family. (laughs) And me on Skype, you know, once or twice a week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So Marcia, can you tell us what is Plaid Skirts and Basic Black? Well... Plat Skirts and Basic Black is a black Catholic podcast that you are listening to where we talk about culture, pop culture, black culture, Catholic culture, current events, and anything else we find interesting. We talk to you about it from a black Catholic lens. Uh, we are Plat Skirts because we are Catholic schoolgirls. Shannon and I both went to Catholic schools. I went to Catholic school 
in elementary school. I went to a Catholic high school. And then I went to a Catholic university, which is across the street from Shannon's Catholic high school. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to Catholic school for now, I believe. Oh my God, uh, I think I'm going up on 19 years of Catholic school. Yeah, you went to all the Catholic <laughs> through school. Through my master's. So, <laughs> um, I've literally never been attending a public school in my life. So, that is crazy. Uh, and I, I love the plaid skirts. I love, they're like kilts, really. I mean, it was just a way for all the Irish and Scottish people to identify <laughs> <laughs> no, oh believe me I love I loved my uniform I did because I don't know why I just I really was like yeah uniform and it's weird because like I grew up Protestant and I'm like mm-hmm. not trying to like engage like embrace anything Catholic but look how that worked out um, mm-hmm. and we say basic black because we are too basic like we are basic y'all we are basic yeah. black we embrace it we don't care we are basic although I'm gonna tell you guys something I'm not so sure about Shannon. We what? might need to take her basic card because she does not no. like LaCroix or pumpkin spice. So. No. They're not good. <laughs> so, I mean, you're not good. <laughs> no. This is the part of our podcast where we kind of want to check in with each other. So this happens every single episode. We kind of check each other, see how we're doing. And we call it a weather check because... Everybody can relate to weather, right? Unless you live in a cave. But I'm sure there's cave weather. I don't know. We should research that. So, Shannon, how is the weather in your neck of the woods? Yeah, so I'm describing it as sunny but cold. You go outside and you're like, oh, it's sunny. And then the cold hits you. Like, you know, <laughs> ah, it's cold. <laughs> surprise. Dang it. <laughs> Gotta get a coat. Um, and I would say that because our, like things in our personal life and our family life are going very well right now. And I know for a lot of people, they're not going well right now during the quarantine. So, like, it's sunny for us. But also, I really have some serious anxiety between, like, trying to keep my family healthy and not catch this terrible virus. And, like, I really am anxious about the way that this, you know, a public health crisis has become politicized. And now people are, like, fighting about what is the appropriate measure of action to take and I'm not going to say anything else about my opinions on how people are handling this but um, it's giving me a lot of anxiety because we are trying to keep our family safe and healthy and want the people around us to be safe and healthy so it's cold out there Brr, it's, it's cold, cold out outside. there <laughs> <laughs> no I understand I so I'm the same way so I feel like I'm a little bit post-hurricane We are, this is our fourth episode we're filming for this season. You're going to talk about things this season that are just like (laughs) everywhere. You'll hear in later episodes how I'm like, yeah, life's crazy. Life's not great. Things like that. And I feel like it hit a point um, within the last couple of days where I was able to actually have like just this really good cry and breakdown because I've been holding on like real tight to things and I was in my counseling appointment and I was like, and it's like telehealth. So I'm like staring at my computer crying because that's important. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I feel like right now I am post hurricane. Cause I kind of saw, you know how when you see things like falling apart around you and you're like, I don't know how to deal with that right now. I cannot pick uh-huh. that up. I cannot do this. And so I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, there was that big release. It happened. And I am post hurricane. So like everything's a mess. It's a little bit chilly, but the sun's out. Like, that's where we are. So, and I'm okay. 
because I'm in the mood to clean it up now. And I feel like that's where I am. That's the way I describe my weather. So this is good that you guys know. So when you guys hear the next three episodes, you'll know she's, she's fine. She's post-hurricane now. <laughs> so you no longer have to worry about me. Shannon, how have we not talked about any sister acts on this podcast? I don't know. Like, this is season five. It's and the most black. <laughs> it's the most black classic thing ever. Like, how did we not? <laughs> how did we not? Someone mentioned sister acts and I go, yeah, didn't we do that? I thought we, I don't know. Maybe we should. No, we I was so embarrassed <laughs> to go back and check our feed because I was like, we haven't done like a ton of episodes, but we should know that we did or didn't do sister act. But so we're doing sister act two because this is the one with all the black kids in it. Also, like, the it's, best music. <laughs> it, it has, I will say this before we talk about sister act two, sister act shaped the way that we sang our church songs in middle school. <laughs> Mm-hmm, for like, sure. Everybody we, sang that funky Hail Holy Queen. Yes, everyone did. <laughs> everyone still does. I canter here where I work um, at Mass every Sunday. And gosh, what was the Mary? I don't remember what it was. Immaculate Conception. Immaculate Conception, thank you. I was like, oh. what's the Mary when they're, they're like, just start listing just listen the all the Mary holidays, Mary Mother of God, January 1st. Like, you know, I just list all the Mary holidays. But um. I sang Hail Holy Queen and like I did with the clapping because I thought the kids will really enjoy this. This will be great. And everyone was like, why are you doing that? And I go, oh my God, you need to watch this direct. It's the fact that this movie came out 30 years ago and they had no idea what I was doing. I go, you don't know why this is fun? Oh, okay. But so this is Sister Act 2, colon, back in the habit. Back in the habit. <laughs> and Whoopi Goldberg. Dolores Van Cartier joins us again. She was a lounge singer in New York in the first one, and now she's back to being a lounge singer. Uh, not in New York. It was Reno. Reno. And now, and then she was in Las Vegas or wherever she was. And she had to return to the convent as Sister Mary Clarence for the second time to save them from closing um, by teaching music to inner city school kids in San Francisco. It's basically Dolores and all the black kids versus the man. Because uh-huh. Mr. Crisp is a whole, like... Hmm. He's an evil school administrator. Um, yeah. <laughs> he wants to sell the school to make money, and he would have done it too if it weren't for you. Those meddling, <laughs> meddling kids. kids. <laughs> and Thank you, Shannon. That's None. Right. <laughs> um, but the choir ends up saving the school by winning the state choir competition. Yeah, because that happens in real life. <laughs> that's that's how that works. That's how that works. Yeah. We're going to talk about this in a minute, but uh, this movie is great because even though the Fugees were a thing, they weren't like as big a deal as they were. Like Lauren Hill is like legit known for this movie. Like uh-huh. everyone's sister act two, Lauren Hill, Jason Weaver, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> so uh-huh. this is Lauren Hill's acting debut. Uh, because the whole time I was like, how, why is that girl familiar? How do I know her? And my friend was like, the Fugees. I go, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, we should have known. We should have all known. And then we get Kathy and Jimmy just around the same time as Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Right. Maggie Smith, who I feel was born an old lady. The queen of everything. She's the queen of everything. Like legit. And Monica Kina, who I think she hasn't really done much, but she was just in Won't You Be My Neighbor. So I was really excited when I saw her. So we've got like a bunch of people and it's all pretty great. Sister Act 2 was wonderful. Shannon, what were your thoughts about Sister Act 2? 
Um, first of all, I had not remembered so well the monks because I haven't seen this in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those monks. They're so great. <laughs> <laughs> They're so funny and kind and wonderful. I also like when they go to the nursing home. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? And I also, of course, the music is great. Um, I love listening to it. Um, And one thing I was watching, I was like, wow, this is kind of like a savior movie. But at least it's a black woman who's the savior. Right, yes. It's like, man, inner city kids, like, no, everybody's got to come in and save them all the time. (laughs) Yes. It doesn't matter what color you are. Yeah. it's really funny. I was watching these again with my kids. We watched Sister Act and then Sister Act 2. And I kind of forgot how inappropriate they were, even mm-hmm. though they're family movies. Oh, and they're so like, inappropriate. And I was like, man, the 90s were a crazy time they were. to watch these when we were like eight. Yeah. And like, we didn't know everything. But like, this is, she's the mistress of a mob boss. <laughs> like, like, yeah. And they say some stuff that I'm like, my children should not be listening to this. <laughs> Like, it would never fly now, even in Disney movies. Like, there's, you know, they make the very highbrow jokes that only adults would understand. But, like, kids wouldn't be, like, repeating, and then people are like, oh. But it's still a lot of fun. And my daughter, Molly, I've got to share this. It was so cute. She watched Sister Act 2, and I had to come up here for a Zoom call. So the first time, she watched it by herself. And she was sitting down there. And after it was over, she comes up, like, in this daze. She, like looks at me and goes, Mom, that was the best movie I've ever seen in my life. And she just face plants into the bed. It was like the funniest thing. And she just loved it. She loved all the singing. And I was like, okay, this is why it's a kid's movie. So, <laughs> that's that's what happened. Fun. The best movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, too funny. How about you, Marcia? What's your... And thoughts on this? Okay, so I initially watched it. I was in eighth grade when I saw it. Maybe eighth grade, freshman in high school. I can't remember. Because it was in 93, right? I watched it. And I remember loving it then, you know. Uh And then watching it as an adult. And I go, oh my gosh, this is my life. Like, so, (laughs) not that I'm a nun. Like, a fake nun lounge singer. But... I am not. But when I walked into this classroom and like she was doing stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, these kids. So for a good chunk of my career, like I've been in youth development my whole career, whether it's in youth ministry or whatever, like I've been in youth development. And when she was doing stuff, I go, yeah, that's what you got to do. Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, you're falling for it. Like, so Uh with things like that and how people were with the kids and how you had to have low tolerances. And I was like, oh, that would not fly in my house. Um, Because I can't handle when kids are disrespectful for no reason. Believe me, I have a reputation on this campus. People know. They go, I hear that you cook well and you're really strict. I go, you are correct. You are correct. Do you want to? Like, that is how it works. That's how this works. I go, I am very strict, but you're okay with that because you're well fed. (laughs) And so it's just kind of my life as a family teacher, like making sure I have low tolerances, um, calling kids out on their bluff, you know, Mm -hmm. letting them know, hey, these are the consequences. This is your choice. Do what you will. And um, all of the singing. And it was so great to get up and sing at the like everything. And just Mm -hmm. it was such a great revisit, you know, Mm -hmm. because 
I, I it's so funny because I guess I didn't know this movie as well. I remember the singing as well. Like you said, uh-huh. like, I didn't remember the monks because I uh-huh. don't believe I've seen Sister Act Two probably in twenty years. Uh-huh. And I've been Catholic for 20 years. And I would have remembered the monks because uh-huh. I went to college run by monks. You went to high school with the monks. Like, I would uh-huh. remember the monks. I'm like, oh, yeah, the monks. This is great. Our monks do our masses here every week. So, you know, like I would have, you know, been open to that. But I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't clock them. I also uh-huh. didn't remember. I couldn't remember who the villain was. But everyone knows all the music. Uh-huh. Everyone knows about the kid who's got the job and, you know, and he's sleeping all the time. And I remembered all the important stuff. I remember the stuff that was lasting. So, yeah, I hadn't seen it in so long. And so it was a really, it was a really great rewatch. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Speaking of the music, Shannon, what is your, what was your favorite of all the music? Uh, I love Oh Happy Day. I love it. Yes. You know, you get that moment where everyone sort of comes into their own. And it's so lovely. Yes. but also, like, I just love Oh Happy Day. It's a, it's like one of my favorite gospel songs of yes. all time. And it's a fun version. The one complaint I have is, like, you're telling me that in the inner city high school, they did not have a good gospel choir with all those black folks? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's so funny because I remember you made that assessment. You go, yeah, I'm going to say this. And it's funny. It's like... You're right. They didn't have a good choir. They all, they were all good singers, but they couldn't sing well together. Do you know what I mean? Like they didn't know how to cooperate because that's what makes a whole good choir. But you're right. It's really strange. But here's the thing. I have heard some awful gospel choirs full of good singers. There's a level of cooperation that they're going to need. So, but yeah, you're right. I was like, how do you guys not know? Right? Like Like, y'all, y'all go to church because you're singing all the songs from church. Yes. Anyway, no, 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 you're no, you, Shannon, you are not wrong. When I was in college, I was in the gospel choir at my college for a good chunk of college and everyone had come from their own gospel choir, right? Uh And everyone could sing and had a solo and whatever. And we were in it. But at the same time, we had to learn how to sing together because mm-hmm. I knew how to sing with my church choir. I knew who so-and-so was going to always have the notes, so I made sure to sit by her because, mm-hmm. you guys, I am mostly off-key. Like, I sing, right? <laughs> but, like, I'm usually like, I don't know the key. So <laughs> can you get right? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I can sight read, but, like, in gospel choir, there's not sight reading. Like, it's like the choir director sings at you your note, and you're like, got mm-hmm. it, right? <laughs> so... But oh, the, I remember this one. Right? But the Ravenclaw in me, I'm like, I'm going to need to sight read. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, in my choir, I know how to sing well. I know where to stand. I know how to follow my director. Like, you know what I mean? When you merge choirs, it's, it's like... It's a new person. Mm-hmm. It's a new person. So, we, have we talked about this before? How my church choir, we were in, in a citywide gospel competition. Yeah, when we when we talked about Joyful Noise. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. So... Which, that's a wacky episode, listeners. That's, Maybe don't listen. To me. <laughs> that was a whole lot. That was in season one, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That was a whole. That was a whole mood. We were in a citywide gospel competition, and when we sang for the gospel fest, the top three choirs all got together and formed one major citywide youth choir. Those rehearsals were hard because we all had to learn how to sing together for this one director with this group. Mm-hmm. I didn't stand next to the people I usually stood next to. So I was like, my ego is two rolls ahead of me. I don't know if I can hear my note. <laughs> so I had to find a new my ego. Shout out to my ego. So, yeah, no, I totally get it. It's like, no, this doesn't work. 
My favorite song in it was His Eyes on the Sparrow. Ah, yes. So I love that version. And just like rewatching it this time, like I I Uh cried this time. I also probably was like a little bit emotional because of what we're going through right now. Mm -hmm. I've been singing that song to myself a lot lately because I need to remember it. Yeah, and it's so beautiful. So growing up in a black church, I don't know, anytime, anytime someone was like, oh, we're going to hear a selection, like, oh, call someone up for a solo, person comes up, like, that's the song everyone knows. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so you know it's going to start. It's like, I'm going to sing because I was on the Sparrow. And everyone's like, so is everyone else. Basically, if you were singing solos, if you got up to go first, that was your opportunity. <laughs> you got it. Everybody was going to be moved. But at that point, growing up hearing it all the time, at some point it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, I sing because I'm happy. Like you forget the meaning of it. And I remember when I first heard the Lauryn Hill version and with the harmony and all of that, it was like, it reminded me that it was amazing. Like, you know, you have to hear something again. And so it was really beautiful. Um, And then that was when all the female soloists would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to bring my friend up to sing His Eyes on the Sparrow with me. And then we knew we were going to hear the Sister Act 2 version. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there would be the harmony. And it was just so beautiful. It just reminded me. I was like, yes, right? Shannon, we're going to be taken care of. Because, uh-huh. my gosh, if God is watching that sparrow, like, I am super cool too. I know he watches He's going to watch me. <laughs> right? Like, it's like, yes, Lord, yes, uh-huh. preach. Like, <laughs> It was just such a great song. And I'm like, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Okay. So, Shannon, mm-hmm. um, I know we talked about the movie and the songs. I really love how, I mean, you can talk a little bit more about this, about how the movie really celebrates religious life. Yeah, for like, sure. It's awesome. It does. And it's Sister Act, I, having watched these in close succession with my children, I've seen both. And, like, they're both really positive portrayals of both nuns and monks. And the thing I like about them is, like, religious life, even though it's shown as a sacrifice, as something, like, you're giving up to live, and, like, especially in Sister Act 1, if you watch it, like, you've got um, the one who was the choir director before Mary Claire, and she's like, I love going out, you know, with my bare feet in the winter, like, (laughs) from the frozen well, and we're like, okay, crazy lady. Yeah. Like, even though it's hard, it is portrayed positively as a gift of one's life to serve others. And both the first and the second, you see these women and men who are motivated to go and serve other people, especially the poor. They're kept from that for various reasons in the first one. But then in the second, you see that, like, they're so involved in serving these people that they will do anything, including getting their friend who is a Vegas headliner right? <laughs> showgirl she is a headliner to to come back and help because they see the dignity of these people who have been left behind by the rest of the world and i think it's a little sad we don't see that very much in pop culture anymore there's a couple movies that are kind of bringing that back but you know now often in pop culture we see religious life as something that inhibits people that you know like keeps them from getting married or keeps them from being in love or whatever rather than a conscious choice that's made out of love that's made with joy and has its own different rewards than your typical life of a lay person who is either married or single you know also not to mention nowadays most pop culture portrayals of the church focus on the scandals and Mm -hmm. bad things that the church has done you know i think that's something we need to reclaim as catholics is like good quality ways of portraying ourselves not like cheesy you know like as much as i 
nerd like love a good cheesy saint movie like we don't need more cheesy saint movies Mm -hmm. like we need wonderful high quality stuff that portrays the church in a in a beautiful light you know i think that because we don't see as many religious anymore we kind of forget how necessary their vocation is how beautiful their vocation is and how joy-filled and you know their commitment to giving their life fully to christ giving their life fully to serve others whatever that looks like whether they're in cloister or not um that they've given their lives over for the sake of the church um and that's beautiful and we should be so grateful and thankful to them so thank you to all of our religious sisters and brothers our priests uh, whether you're religious or diocesan thank you for giving your life in service to our church because we are so grateful as lay people for all that you have done for us um and you know like i was educated by religious sisters and brothers so like man i wouldn't be as smart as i am without them (laughs) i wouldn't be catholic without them we've talked about this before like we didn't, my family, we grew up pretty poor. Like, I grew up pretty poor. And there's so many times where just the help that we've gotten and the prayers that we've gotten and the support that we've gotten, we wouldn't have gotten if it weren't for nuns and priests, the Catholic Church and their mission to serve. And um, it's really beautiful. And for, like, a long time in my life, I discerned religious life. And mm-hmm. I can't ever tell nuns that because they're like, oh, but you're still single. <laughs> I was like, God's no. still calling you. And I was like, he is not still calling me. God already is like, no, girl, you cannot live in community. You will be on the nine o'clock news. So <laughs> that is real. I actually, that's not true. I can't live in community, but it's got to be community that I control. So I feel like maybe yeah. I should be a cult leader. So maybe we're good. Here's my thing. So you're saying like, it's really great to see him portrayed. It's joyful and all this other stuff. And it's like, you're right. But at the same time, we shouldn't really see them any other way. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that not that they need to be like on for our benefit Perfect, all the yes. time, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be happy to be joyful. Like, that's real. Mm-hmm. Like, I happy and joy are there two different things. We should always see our religious in a state of joy. You don't have to be happy about like I I am in a bad mood sometimes, but I'm not going to like that's not going to let that steal my joy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but uh, there's religious orders that I used to work very closely with and. This was during the time, like, right after I was like, maybe I do have a call to religious life. I don't know. And I'm around these nuns all the time. It took me almost a year to realize that I'd only seen one of them that was always joyful. And I was like, oh, yeah, this this doesn't make this look good. Do you know what I mean? And it's so crazy because their foundress was all about joy. Like, it's it's like one of those things where I'm like, what? Where did you all go wrong? What happened? And I do love that order, but I just realized it was just really hard to relate a little bit. And any job that you have that you want people to join you in, you have to make it look duplicatable. And, uh-huh. and, and of course, nuns and priests are like, you can also do this. This is fine. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> you too can live religious life. And, uh-huh. uh, and that's and a huge part of that is your affect and how you live your life and how you serve others. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah like, I'm going to say that on behalf of Marcia as well. Thank you. Thank you for your service. For real. Yeah, and, yeah. I had and one so of my many friends. religious orders have saved the church, like, like over history. It's legit. like, yeah. we won't name them because there's too many, but They're, look it up. Like, Just look up church history. Like a, yes. If you want to talk to me about it sometime, shoot me an email. <laughs> yes. I love she, to talk about Shannon is, our, Shannon is our theologian here. I am our funologian, and she is. <laughs> I'm the serious. <laughs> you are also the funny one. <laughs> Moving along, you know how this is what happens, y'all. Any new listeners, this is this is the shenanigans. 
and you're just gonna you're just gonna get with them. It's cool. We got this. Sometimes I edit them out. <laughs> Sometimes she does. So you know, <laughs> and if I'm the one doing the editing, it does not get edited out. <laughs> it depends. You'll know who's editing the episode based on the amount of shenanigans portrayed. Because I'm like, bring them on. <laughs> now that we've uh, talked about this movie and all the things that we love and all the nuns and priests that are amazing. So this is the time of our podcast where we are excited, super excited, if you will, super excited <laughs> to offer you gifts, simple gifts to <laughs> let you know uh, some things that we are loving and things that we want to recommend to you. So welcome to the offertory. Yay! <laughs> It's our favorite part. It's of the our podcast. favorite part because we get to kind of talk about what we, what we're, what we're liking and doing. So, Shannon, what do you have to offer to us? Yeah, I got two things this week. Um, first of all, when this airs, I'm not sure if this will be the case, but uh, because we are in the time of COVID, people can't be open right now. Clothing stores, which is not great because I love clothes. And also, people need jobs. So we should stimulate our economy. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody is having amazing clothing sales yeah, right are. now. Amazing. Like, 50, 60, 70% off regular price autumn. Free! <laughs> no, I'm not Buy one, get one free. Like, look, go to your favorite store. Go to their website. See if they're selling things. Or if you like to shop at a local clothing store, see if they're selling gift cards right now. Mm-hmm. Get some money into the economy if you are lucky enough to be able to help people like mm-hmm. we are right now buy a gift card to your favorite local boutique buy some clothes off the internet you know for those of us who are lucky enough to still have our incomes and able to support others you know to try and help people out and keep some of our businesses that we want to stick around you'll help them get a little more cash so buy some clothes, buy some clothes. and also you're gonna get a lot of clothes for not a lot of money yeah <laughs> Really, no, that's awesome. Relative to your normal. <laughs> <laughs> and also something that's free, we are using with friends who don't have Apple products like we do. They can't FaceTime or you don't want to get on Skype. It's not working. We've been using Google Duo, which is basically like FaceTime for Google, but it's free. You can download it on any smartphone. In that way, like we can have a FaceTime with our friend who has an Android phone or whatever and not have to worry about setting up a Zoom meeting or whatever. Like we're all sick of Zoom meetings right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Google Duo has been great and I uh, really enjoyed that. So I recommend that as well. Awesome. So it's funny. I was talking to my aunt last night because we can't like Instagram messenger and Facebook messenger always don't work super well when I'm trying to talk to nanny. And my aunt was like, can we just do duo next time? I go, I don't know what that is. And so, and I was like, I'll figure out what that is. She's like, I have duo. So that is how I'm going to be talking to nanny. So I also recommend because nanny is kind of the best so in illinois starting today we can't we have if we leave the house we got to be wearing masks like everyone's got to be wearing masks all the time and you're supposed to if you wear your mask like you're supposed to wash it every day like you can't wear Uh mask days in a row which people are still doing like i was saying like people need like seven to ten masks that seems Uh kind of crazy but like you really do that's real Uh everyone knows someone who sews and everyone knows someone who's making masks Maybe uh, buy from your friends. Buy those masks from your Uh friends. Uh There are some really cute ones out there. Like Steve Madden has some and they're getting donated. Disney Uh has some and they're cute. You know, whatever. But um, I was like, you know what? My friend 
who like she's a great sewer makes all of her Renfair costumes she's making masks so I was like I don't all learn one from you the girl who took my job as youth minister um she's making masks too so support your friends buy their mask because they'll be cool and they'll be made with love so there's also this app called the chosen it's about like the gospels and it's like Jesus life and it's done really well like it's mm-hmm. not like you guys, there's some cheesy. religious movies out there that are, you're like, oh my God. It's not the cheesy saint movies that it's, I never right? thought about. <laughs> <laughs> so The Chosen, it's an app. And the first season was free. Like basically it's a crowdfunded TV series that's on an app. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. And so they're getting season two funded right now. I think they're funded up to episode three of season two. It's so good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And then also The Chic Shirt Shop. So it's a black-owned uh, small business t-shirt shop. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know I love t-shirts very, very much. Uh-huh. I'm I, I'm very much a t-shirt and jeans girl. I just spruce it up. That's uh-huh. my style. T-shirt and jeans, but like, bam, with a bang. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's called the Chic Shirt Shop. And um, they've got some really great designs. And I have several of them now. My favorite one that I haven't worn yet, it's called Brown Skin Girl. And it's like celebrating my melanin. And so I'm I'm really excited about it. So yeah, those those are all of my things. Okay, guys, that's our show for today. So you can, I know, right? We did it. Yay. Uh, It feels good to be back in the habit. So, Uh so make sure that you follow us on social media at BPSBB podcast on Instagram for sure. Maybe on Twitter. Um, You can follow me at stylishly Sia and you can follow Shannon at team quarter black. And you can email us at plaid skirts and basic black at gmail.com. Please join our Facebook group. Plat skirts and basic black coffee talk. We want to say thank you to Whoopi Goldberg and Disney for bringing back Sister Mary Clarence um, on Disney Plus. Um, thanks for all the religious who have been amazing role models in our lives. We want to say thank you to Jazar for writing Seas of Mars, which you are jamming to on our way out. So I want to say thank you, Shannon, for being such a wonderful co-host. Thank you, Marcia. It's been wonderful. And for always being, you know, super serious when I need to get back on track. All the time. All the time. All the time. Thank you to all of our listeners for sticking with us every week and sharing our podcast with each other. Um, Next week, we're going to be talking to Amanda Martinez Beck. She's the founder of Your Body is Good and author of the book, Lovely, How I Learned to Embrace the Body God Gave Me. Uh, We want you to check out Amanda's podcast, Fat and Faithful, wherever you get your podcast. We love you guys and have a great day. Stay safe and stay home. Bye. Bye.